All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. I have no idea what number episode this is because it's been two, maybe three weeks since I recorded, and so much has happened, but yet nothing has happened. <laughs> but this is my FX Buddies, the podcast, and you definitely are going to want to go to the blog. There's three videos there that you are going to want to watch. So, and also, I'm going to say, the, okay, so the articles here are from January 18th through January 21st. And there was some good stuff that came out over the weekend, too, that um, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll do a post tomorrow. But anyway, so right now, it is January 22nd. It's early enough that I should be able to post this as January 22nd. Okay, and I'm not going to keep you on. I could, but I'm not. I'm aiming for 20 minutes. Okay. So, um, I'm sure I probably have fallen down, um, because that's the nature of, you know, podcasting. If you don't podcast, you drop, right? And I really have no excuse. I mean, I've been busy. That, um, thing, the commercial that I do, matter of fact, I forgot to put it on here. So I do my little commercial for ERC. That's been keeping me busy. Um, and that has the potential to make me money. This does not. But um, anyway, so yeah. But I'm going to try to get more organized because it's getting good. Okay. All right. Let's. Oh, no, I have to do. Okay. So the podcast. I say podcast because this is a recording. Okay. But. There's a video if you have, if you can access Spotify.com, Spotify.com, then my FX Buddies is there, but they also show a video. But even that, that video is only me showing you articles. It's not the videos that I want you to watch are posted on the blog, which is at myfxbuddies.blogspot.com. Okay, let's get into it. Um, Iraq economy reels as U.S. moves against money flows to Iran. And I should have said, this is a Wall Street Journal article. It's quite lengthy, but it's been all around the world. And everyone who gives, everyone who reports, so what they do is they chop it up, right? Um, and just use snippets and say, this is a Wall Street Journal. It's actually an exclusive. Let me see if I still have it up. I, um, 
I subscribe to the Washington Journal. Sorry, what is it? Wall Street Journal. But I think I've closed it by now. Oh, wait, let's see. Uh, it won't let me click there. Yeah. Anyway, so I've copied and pasted it there because you have to subscribe. And um, I really want you to read the whole article and you will know where we are right now. So let me tell you where we are right now with the exchange rate. Okay, the budget, the budget supposedly is going to get to the Council of Ministers. Well, they had said Tuesday, but then as the week went on, they said this week. So it has to get to the Council of Ministers, which I don't know why they have no power to do anything to the budget. They don't even vote on it. What they do is, what do they call it? adopt it so after they adopt they can recommend amendments but they can't make any changes to it they so i don't know what this extra step is but it has to go through them and then they can send it on to the house of representatives and the house of representatives or a parliament whichever they vote on it they have to read it and vote on it three times and then send it then it gets put then they send it to the president now one good thing he told the prime minister he will just sign the budget as soon as he gets it he'll sign it because the president of the country can hold off for 15 days before they sign and um finalize a law or bill or whatever but he's already promised that he will not that he's gonna sign it and send it on so that's good then it goes in the gazette and then it is officially official so that's everything that the budget has to do and they're saying they're going to get it done by the end of the month but i don't believe that that's only eight days from now especially since they went from saying they're going to get it to the Council of Ministers to Tuesday to this week. <laughs> so, but anyway, okay, look, share this with your people. Even if we're here for six more months, which is possible. Okay, I know right now my date is April, but I'm going to show you some stuff why I'm saying six more months possibly even september i know but anyway no we are so much in a different place than we've been as long as i have been in this okay um so don't panic don't start to feel like oh it's not going to happen Things are happening. Okay, so let's see. So um, while we were gone, <laughs> the dollar rate, dollar exchange rate is extremely high. It's supposed to be 1465. It's probably 1700. It's they're putting in writing that it's 1640, 1650, 1670, right? Um, so 1,670 dinars per dollar. 
right? So it's supposed to be 1460. So that's 200 and some odd dinars more, right? But they've made this thing. Um, they're selling dollars at the banks directly to the people. They're even selling dollars at the airport. And as of today, two airports, the um, Baghdad International, I think is what it's called, and the airport in Kurdistan. They're selling dollars directly to the people, okay? But you have, they have to prove they're traveling. They have to have a ticket. And look, so they're doing all of this. And look, this is only part of it. Keep listening. They're doing all of this to keep dollars out of Iran and Syria's hands. Right? So they're, and they're also trying to force the citizens to use the cards, MasterCard and Visa. So if they bring in dinars or dollars and they open a bank account, they, their money will get put on these cards and the rate for the cards is 14 50 1450 dinars per dollar so that's even better than what's on the cbi right it's only 10 dinar better but it's better so they're doing this they've been doing this since january 15th i believe but despite all their efforts they're trying to do all this stuff the rate keeps going higher. Prices are going higher. So the people are mad. They're losing purchasing power, right? So it's really bad. It's really bad over there. But they keep saying, just hold on. It's temporary. They're promising them by the end of this month, the rate is going to go back down to fourteen fifty. Now, I don't know how. Okay, and then they never really had a good reason for why they couldn't control the dollar rate. But if you will go to myfxbuddies.blogspot.com, see here they're talking about higher prices for food and eggs and cooking oil. It has been confirmed Iraq is on SWIFT. Okay, and I'm going to show you where it says that. Maybe. But, so, this is the new system. This is what's happening. Okay, here, if you're looking at this, um, some, a delegation is to go to Washington on February 8th. And they're going to ask for, uh, they're going to present a proposal to get a six-month moratorium for the new policy well guess what they said the new policy is the money the people who go to the auctions to buy dollars they said it goes through the treasury through swift and then it goes back to iraq if everything has been put in correctly now if you don't know what swift is please look it up it's S-W-I-F-T and all those letters stand for something, but it's international. So 
See here, U.S. officials have pressed Iraq for years to strengthen its banking controls. In 2015, the Federal Reserve and Treasury Department, look at that, and isn't that, they're not supposed to be together. And some people believe the Federal Reserve and the Treasury are together. So you really need to read this article. There's a lot of things in this article. For example, this thing about the six-month moratorium, that was not in Iraq's news. They had not said that. They just said that they were going to come here in February to talk about the dollar dinar rate and also the troops. So how is it the Wall Street Journal was able to say that, but they weren't? So now they will. Now, after it came out in the Wall Street Journal, now in Iraq's news, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to ask for a six-month reprieve from this new system because it's going so slowly having to go through swift that it's part that's part of why the dollars are rising okay the dollar rate is rising but yes so um i i know some people don't understand <laughs> the significance but i'm going to show you okay so this here this video right here, when you go to the blog, it won't be this link. It will be the video. And it is in English, but it's from Pakistan, I believe. Turkey. It's from Turkish news, but it's in English and it perfectly explains what I told you, but not the swift stuff. It explains why they are, um, it talks about the inflation and the rate and everything. So you should definitely watch that. Like I said, it's in English. Okay. Um, oh, and another thing that was significant about, look here, no one is buying mobile phones. They're worrying about buying food. Okay. But the significant thing about the Wall Street Journal article also is they don't ever talk about Iraq's money. They'll post stuff about politics they'll post stuff about um war stuff you know isis but rarely do they do. and this article is so long that if it's read to you it takes nine minutes because the wall street journal is um they have this little thing that says want this read to you and it tells you how many minutes it will take okay this article right here Okay, this is significant. This is what changed it all for me, and people didn't understand. Um, but there's just listen. Okay, so this group right here, Ministerial Council of Economy, they're new. I don't think I've ever heard of them before. They had a meeting. But look who was at the meeting. The Deputy Prime Minister, Minister of Planning, uh, Ministers of Finance, Trade, Industry, and Agriculture, the Governor of the Central Bank of Iraq, the Chairman of the National Investment Commission, and the Advisor to the Prime Minister, that man I've been talking about for years, Saleh Mohammed. He has three names, right? Two of them 
or Muhammad Saleh. So all the money people in Iraq were at this meeting. Let me tell you what they talked about. The council recommended to the council of ministers. Now the council of ministers has been around, right? So this council is telling the council of ministers what to do. So that means what? They're more powerful than the council of ministers, right? Like I said, they just came out of nowhere. Okay. The council also recommended to the council of ministers that the central bank of Iraq facilitate the granting of licenses to collect international bank cards. But what that really means is payments. Payments from international bank cards. So see, it says collect. It doesn't say send out. And we already know there's people who can receive money with their cards around the world. They've had that capability for three, maybe even four years. But coming into the country, no. They still had to do Western Union, things like that. Now listen to this. And oblige all governmental, non-governmental, and mixed departments. So that's all departments, right? That's governmental, non-governmental, and mixed. Then unions, associations, commercial sales centers, Restaurants, pharmacies, stores, gas stations, medical clinics of all kinds. Because they do, they, they do a lot of sur cosmetic surgery. That's not the word though. Plastic surgery. Restaurants, pharmacies, stores, gas stations. Oh, I read that. Universities and private colleges to open bank accounts and provide point of sale devices for electronic payment so this is the latest thing they're talking about electronic payment we want to be able to receive electronic payments so they're opening up to the world so the world can come there and use their cards no matter where you're from you're going to be able to use your card to pay okay now that's great right i was really i was like oh this is big, but nobody believed me until someone else said it. <laughs> but that's okay, though. Even though I read it right there. Now let's scroll down here and I'm going to show you these two videos. Let me see if I have him up still. I think I closed it. But it's Nader. If you're new to the blog, you don't know who he is. He is a uh, Iraqi that makes videos on YouTube and he had gotten discouraged and hadn't made a video in a while so guess what he did he sent his mom some money he's in France he's in France he sent his mom some money to her card in Iraq and he was so excited. He said, I haven't been able to do this in 20 years. Okay, so that's one video. And then this short one, He there he said, you guys, you should be excited. This is big. 
He said, and now I can do business with anyone. He says, I can do business with anyone, anywhere, because they can pay me electronically. So that's why I'm saying everything's done. They're, they're on SWIFT. They're able to send and receive money internationally. Um, and to prove it, look who else is benefiting from the openness of the money. That's what I put here. Iran moved 300 million euros that was in Iraq to Iran. Because I don't know. Yeah, I think the last, actually, I think the last report that I did. Oh, look, we're at 20 minutes. Okay, just give me five more minutes. Um, The last report that I did, we talked about how they can not only move dollars, but it was euros, Jordan, Jordanian dinar. It was like seven or eight that were listed. And then they even said, and others, right? So they're able to, if they have businesses, that's, that's the qualifying thing. They have to have business. So if they do business with these other countries, they can move money in and out of the country. So Iran jumped right on that and they sold 300 million euros to themselves. So they took the 300 million euros out of the Iraqi bank and put it in their bank. Their Forex um, market, which I'm sure they siphoned off to themselves. And there's three different versions of that. So Iran is still, their money is still going down. They got down to 470,000 reals per dollar which is a low. See here, the Wall Street Journal reported. So January 19th was that Wall Street Journal article. Um, <laughs> even Iran reported on the article. Let's see. Okay. Here's another thing, the oil and gas law. They had this article and it said, they're reporting understandings between Baghdad and Erbil. And I was like, how much more understanding do they need? We keep hearing that they're done. <laughs> okay, so here, here's the second. Um, Rashid Bank begins selling dollars to travelers through Baghdad International. I just show you that to back up, you know. I don't want you to just believe what I say. I want you to see I'm telling you things that are in print. Saudi Arabia announces its readiness to invest in Iraq. Now, Saudi Arabia has made a change. There was an article that said no longer, um, well, well, I can't remember it, but the no strings attached is how they had been just giving money. Well, they're no longer going to do that. Now they're investing money. And they, it says strings will be attached. And the biggest thing was they want proof that reforms are going to be done. So, you know, the company, countries that they're going to invest in. Okay, now 
I skipped over something. So they had this soccer tournament, whatever. Um, and Iraq won. Okay. But now Sadar, this right here is Sadar. And this is his PR man. That's what I call him. Um, they've been very quiet. They have said nothing about the government. They've come out and they've talked about um, LBGT stuff because that's what happens when you take money from the West. Then you have to, there's Planned Parenthood stuff. I'm trying to be careful because I don't know what's going to be um, censored. But so we all know what Planned Parenthood does, right? That comes into the country which Middle Eastern countries don't believe in, right? And um, the other stuff that I just mentioned, which they definitely don't believe in. But anyway, so here, <laughs> the, and, and you could go, it's a Twitter, right? So they were at the game, and someone asked him, a question and he says the day we return we will take it as the national team took it <laughs> so and the reason why I put this one thing you, you don't know um, it's been rumored other people Sadar has not come out and said hey I'm coming back into politics but all these reports are coming out and they have not said no they shouldn't be reporting that. So, um, so then after they posted this, I said, "Ah, oh, this is pretty straightforward." They, uh, to me, it doesn't say if we return. It says the day we return. And then also, there's rumors that Kazemi's coming back in politics as well. It doesn't say how. It doesn't say when. It just, and he hasn't refuted those reports either so it could get very interesting and we're coming up on a hundred days oh look we're at 26 minutes okay so we're coming up on a hundred days of the Sudanese government they still haven't done anything about the exchange rate and it's getting out of control um there's been some other things that he's done but the services aren't on you know like they're supposed to be but anyway so Everything is good. Money-wise, everything's good. They had a meeting. Um, this right here is the Iranian Quds commander. So McGurk and his envoy were over in Baghdad to talk about. It's who knows what. They're not going to tell us the truth. And then sources leaked that this guy was in Baghdad as well. Also in the green zone, the same time <laughs> that our envoy was there. So it's like obvious he met with them too, right? So that was interesting. Here's a picture. This, I know you can't see this, but they were so excited when they won. I don't like soccer, um, but when I was with my boys, they used to watch the World Cup. 
so I kind of learned some things, but um, this is a, a long article about Iraq. You should read that. Okay, and then there's just one more thing I want to tell you about. But um, I want to tell you about the, the soccer game. So um, I was reading the headlines and, you know, it was saying, oh, it, the score is one nothing, one one two one two two. you know. Then they said, oh, they're going in overtime. And I was like, okay, I can watch overtime. It was hilarious. They would score a goal and then... It doesn't matter. I think it was Oman and it was Iraq. But either team would score a goal. They would spend so much time celebrating the goal that they would get a yellow card. <laughs> and they would get on the ground and start praising Allah. And, uh, you know, but it was just hilarious. But it was exciting. And they won by a penalty kick, I think. Um, but anyway, yeah. But. I've never seen anything like that before, and I probably never will again. <laughs> but anyway, so they won, and a lot of the people are saying this is welcoming back. Iraq is back. Matter of fact, that's what the FIFA president said. Iraq is back. Okay? Okay, so here is another reason I want you to go to the blog at myfxbuddies.blogspot.com and go to January 22nd um, because you may be hearing this a week later and there may be more but you want the January 22nd post okay last week they posted an article about XRP and Ripple but I didn't even post it because there's so many people who don't know what it is um, but anyway it's a XRP is the cryptocurrency. Ripple is a payment system. Okay, so just keep that in mind. But so they put that out. They want their citizens to see that and know that. Okay, now they put this article. How can fraud trading companies be avoided in Iraq? And this I'm pretty sure is because the crash of FTX, but also the people are going to have money soon, hopefully, and they're going to need to know if they want to trade. They're going to need to know how to find legitimate companies. But trading usually means Forex. And the image they have here says Bitcoin, Ethereum, EOS, which I don't know what that is, and Bitcoin Cash. So why would they put a crypto picture with something that's talking about foreign currency right but look at all of these are links and stories about licensing countries that are companies excuse me that are licensed look metatrader four and five if you've done any forex trading you know what that is all of these are live links and then there's even more and some and then here is more this was an article they put for the people the citizens to go get educated about trading which tells me they expect their people to have money so yes my timeline is still april because there's still 
that's stenciling around, as my mom used to say, <laughs> with the budget. And what else? So, um, nothing's going to happen until they do this Washington trip, which is February 8th. And after that trip, I'll assess my time. Um, they keep saying six months. There's something else they talked about for six months. And so that's why I said, now, September is, there's two times in a year, historically, that a rock makes significant changes to their currency rate. And it's April and September. So, I don't, I don't think they can wait until September. I definitely think they can wait till April. I think they can hold the people off until April, but definitely not September. But I'll reassess my timeline after the Washington trip, which is slated, I guess, to happen on February 8th. So, but I do intend to do another post before then. Okay, thank you so much. And this is big. There, we are in uncharted territory. They are on SWIFT. They can take money in the country and send money out of the country. I strongly suggest you watch these two videos here. I strongly suggest you watch this other video here so you can understand what's going on. All right. Thank you for your time. I know it was long, but it's been two or three weeks, like I said, since you've heard from me. And I do believe this was good information that was delivered. So hang in there. Accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate. But don't miss any meals and pay your bills. All right. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your morning, noon, night, daytime. Whatever time frame fits. And until next time.